0: Welcome to Stock Markets with Kiara podcast, where I share my analysis and lessons learned in the markets every day, and occasionally I share episodes on other finance and trading related topics. So glad to have you here. Let's get started. This is episode 240, and there are some changes coming. So make sure that you're listening to this episode at a speed you're comfortable at so you can listen to all the changes. Uh, at at a not a very slow slow pace, and let's get started. So this segment might be a little bit longer than I intend to, and as such, it might push this episode to be slightly longer than I'd like. So uh, if you've been following this podcast since a bit of time, even if it's a couple of episodes, I recommend you listen to it, even if it's at 2x, because it's a bit it's a bit important. If you're listening to this for the first time, it probably will not make a lot of sense, but it's still kind of important. But if you do not want to listen to it, that's fine. Skip probably three minutes, four minutes or something, and you'll be right into the indices segment. Uh, But, you know, starting off with the note, there are going to be a few changes. Now, what this podcast is right now is more of a general news source. And I really appreciate everyone that's been listening to it more of as a market roundup of sorts. But I think there are a few changes I will have to implement because of my schedule. So in case you didn't know, I'll be taking the CFA Level 1 exam this December, and I have a couple of projects as well outside of the markets, so that means my schedule really ends up being quite tight between everything. And uh, lately, honestly, I haven't really been able to give the kind of time and effort for my exam preps and my analysis with this podcast. As you know, it's it's a daily thing, so I have to publish it every day, and in that that takes a lot of time and effort, even if it is, you know, just a 20-minute episode, it it takes a lot more than that so all of this has impacted my preps has impacted my analysis and of course as you've been following it it seems to have impacted my trades as well so going forward my podcast might change a little bit i'm not sure about uh, you know what the exact changes are very very honestly because of course they'll uh, uh, you know I'll, I'll just tell you what what i've planned so most of the generic stuff that you can google or understand with some amount of effort will go out the window this includes stuff like the exact FIDI figures, crude prices, and all that. As much as I like to include them, it's it's and it's it just does not make a lot of sense right now. In the future, maybe. What will remain is on all analysis, which is material to trading, and more specifically, my trading. I'll be a bit selfish this time, but my trading. Earlier, this podcast was a very technical one with several minutes and at times hours, one hour of. Uh, just price level explanations and technicals and indicators and all those things. It was honestly very boring. That is not what is going to come back. What will return is the stuff which will you know help you in your trades and which can't be googled. And the stuff which I am using for my trades and my lessons and such. So it's effectively probably just going to be this the last couple of segments here on out, but presented in a slightly different way. This, of course, also means that the episodes might be published a little later than they normally are because most of my analysis is done later in the evening. So I'll try to record by 7.30 p.m. or so, and it might reach your devices by 8.15 p.m. or so, which is not the most ideal thing if you ask me, but it's it you know it's not a big deal because you will probably have to put in less time to listen to it. You'll only get the relevant information. And, of course, most of the listeners do end up listening to it after... Uh, after the next day has passed sometimes i've been seeing uh you know several several players coming in a few days after the episode has been published so looks like majority of the people won't be affected uh but for the few that will be it sucks but you know we all have to suck up to it i guess uh i i don't like saying this but then that's just how it is at least uh, at least i'm not stopping it because i don't intend on but anyway that's that's going to be uh, a few changes that are going be, gonna to be coming in. So, uh, you know, I'm hoping that this is for the better as all the changes uh, are, as I always say. But even if it isn't, I'm afraid there is really not not much that I can do at least for a bit uh, once things stabilize, once my schedule frees up a little bit and once my trades start uh, coming back to where they were and even improving, obviously improving, uh, I, I might just look into uh, doing more of that general roundup thing But for now, this is going to be it. So make sure that you're listening to the rest of the episode as well, at a speed you're comfortable at. And I really do hope that uh, the new changes will help you. And of course they will help me. So let's get started. First off, the indices, then we, so I'll, I'll just brief you about the structure a little bit. We'll talk about the indices, we'll talk about Nifty Bank, Nifty separately, and Reliance since that is what I trade. now. If I don't trade reliance a particular day, I'll probably switch up the stock, being very selfish here, but you know, I have to talk about my trades, I have to talk about my rationale going into that trade, because of course that can help you as well. So that's going to be the structure for now. I know just last episode I talked about the structure and now I'm completely changing it, but that's just how it is sometimes. Anyway though, let's get started. So EOD outcomes, Nifty was probably better off compared to Bank Nifty. Thanks to the support offered by IT and by Pharma, honestly, majorly by Pharma, Bank Nifty ended up being, you know, a royal selling fest of sorts. But despite all that, the FIDI figures really aren't that bad. We've seen much, much worse in the past. And uh, it's 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 pretty interesting to see. But even though the FIDI selling figures weren't that high net selling figures, you could see how 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 despite the buyers being very strong courtesy of the market depth the sellers were just overpowering all the way i'm not sure why that is you know whether these were retail speculators or institutional players uh, who who would have bought something else to compensate for the selling that they did in the cash markets again the, the figures that i quote are from the nse's website they are cumulative i don't know individual option buying cash selling and such so this is this is my opinion on it i, I don't think that uh, the fidi figures on nse's website really do justice to the kind of selling pressure that we experienced so that's that's my uh, that's my you know take on the indices right now and moving to nifty i think my my trading style these days reminds me to some of the mistakes that i made during the covid sell off which was happening every morning like a contrarian i'd look at the markets and find su- find support zones and such and i would go long on calls the calls would probably give me 20 points or so on on exit and when the trade uh, went in the reverse direction i would defeatedly accept a 40 point loss so clearly that that was completely skewed in all the wrong ways possible but then that was my trade and honestly this is very similar to what's been happening these days as well so the long bias to me has been quite brutal and I hope you aren't suffering from this, uh, because I know how bad it can be, and uh, it's 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 been pr- quite rough actually. But talking about long biases though, ironically Nifty has formed one of the most perfect long setups that I can imagine, with a triple bottom support of sorts. So I think if 11.095 and 11.050 are held, then it's going to be alright. We may see 11.155 being attempted, successful crossing of which might mean 11.205 or so, but if those 11.095 and 11.050 11, are not held then we might just see gap filling till around 11k psych level up to 10.970 which is going to be the next support. Honestly anything below that and it shows that the market is really bullish or it's it's just uh, you know going on paranoia once again. So that is going to be probably the normal range. Now if the range is going to be abnormal, now reliance results came in, they are better than expected. So, if tomorrow is going to be a very positive day thanks to Reliance, thanks to possibly a few other stocks, then due to short covering and due to just additional longs being entered, maybe by the retail players, maybe by the institution players also, we could expect 11.220 to 11.240 being a major resistance area. And this is, of course, this will have to be a very sharp move because today we saw stiff resistance at around 11.300, which was rejected very decisively. So. Unless the momentum is really high, it will be very hard to sustain levels above uh, above the current ones, possibly even above eleven, two hundred or so. Uh, and, you know, that, that just makes tomorrow a slightly harder day and all the more reason for tomorrow to be flatter than normal. Because typically when we see, uh, you know, very volatile Wednesdays and Thursdays, the Fridays are typically very tame in comparison. So, again, that is also a possibility if that happens option premiums will be absolutely terrible if you're going long options be very careful you 100% expect to lose a lot of your premium in dk only and uh, that's that's about it for nifty a very brief analysis of course but just the relevant levels talking about the global markets which may dictate the sentiment tomorrow hopefully this is being recorded by the way the audios has been just terrible these days but hopefully that isn't the case today the global markets have closed on a negative note for the for a negative note for the most part, and uh, except for maybe a handful of indices, most of them are fairly in the red. I wouldn't say very deep, around one percent or so in the red, uh, which is which is similar to what what uh, the Indian markets saw today. The Dow is also negative right now, and it's it's mainly down due to U.S. specific factors, U.S. macro factors like the Q2 GDP being down, jobless claims going up, and of course most recently. Donald Trump uh, saying that he wants to delay the presidential elections so because of all of that possibly the Dow is down and it really isn't a very material event for India except for maybe anticipatory reasons but apart from that I don't think that there's, there's really a lot of impact on the Indian markets. Anyway though let's move to Bank Nifty. So 21600 was an important support level that we had spoken about and looks like it has been held, which is a good sign. If support isn't, you know, if 21600 still isn't respected, 21560 or so is probably going to be the next level. So as long as that is held, uh, then it should be a good ride. And uh, honestly, if momentum can't be gathered though, we might see Bank Nifty just falling short of 22k as there is a lot of resistance right around 21.860, 21.900 and then 21.970 so unless momentum can really be you know amped up we probably might not see bank nifty making such high moves now the stocks which can really uh really move bank nifty of course tomorrow is probably going to be hdfc bank mainly because uh, i think it's it's the highest weightage in bank nifty also, because today was HDFC Group results, so you know, if if that has going to just any impact on HDFC Bank, then uh, we might just see some good moves, and that's probably going to be the key driver or uh, the key, you know, dragger in in case of Bank Nifty. So unless 21560 levels are held, then uh, we should we should see some good moves. If they aren't held, then 21380 or, or so is going to be the next support level for Bank Nifty. If the selling pressure is very high, then we could see 21.030 to 21.170 being an approximate range. Now, of course, this is a very wide range for tomorrow. I understand, I think the closing price for Bank Tifty today is around 21.600 or something. Uh, 21.640, I think. But uh, it is a wide range because there really are a lot of micro supports in between, which I'm not talking about. The major supports are at these prices. So... If we really see a bad move, then these might be, uh, you know, the real levels where you might want to add to your positions or go long. If they aren't respected, then, you know, a very strong, decisive long is probably not the best idea. Same goes for Nifty. Those levels that I spoke about are kind of wide. I think 170 to 100 points between them, but they are slightly more, more, uh, you know, more important levels than the micro support levels that we see those micro support levels are are mainly going to be your intraday pivot points your gaps and such which is very visible on the chart when you look at it and uh, that's about it so that's my opinion on bank nifty right now uh, whether i'm long or short on bank nifty it's a bit it's a bit too early to say honestly because it's it's showing mixed signs just as it was yesterday so there is there is quite a lot of scope for support as i said at 21560 but there is also quite a lot of resistance and the trend overall trend has been has been you know very clearly established as negative because despite yesterday respecting the trend line today we can see uh you know today we can see the candle almost absorbing yesterday's entire candle and then closing below that trend line so all things considered it isn't really doing much as far as the trend is concerned the positive trend is concerned uh but you know that that's that's just the kind of days that we're faced with with such high volatility and such such choppiness uh, this might this might just be the new normal so that's my take on bank nifty let's move to reliance now so reliance is quite interesting right now just like bank nifty it's showing some some very mixed signs because on the on the hourly time frames and you know any any time frame above the hourly time frame it is respecting that trend line that I've shared on Twitter and Instagram, at markets with KR on Twitter, at stock markets with KR on Instagram. However, on lower time frames, it, it's, it's showing a complete breach of that trend line. So I think, I think there's some issue with the scaling of the chart or something, I'm not quite sure it. it really shouldn't happen because the price levels will remain the same. Uh, but that's what, that's what I'm seeing here. Now talking about the intraday moves, Uh, I I feel that today was quite a tricky day. We were seeing some very good positivity early on. We could see clear rejection of lower levels, especially levels below 2000 or other especially levels below 2100. And when support was taken, it was very swift, it was very strong. But around 2140, which was a high volume area according to the volume profile, and it was a minor consolidation area according to the previous day's uh, performance. That is where it really took resistance. So from there, it ended up taking some extremely, extremely, uh, it ended up you know, showing us some extremely rough signs. And of course, with Reliance, one negative candle <laughs> means that the next candle is, of course, going to be negative because that's what we've been seeing these past few days. And the ferociousness of the moves is really, really terrible. So we were seeing price moves of you know, around 21, uh, 20, 15-20 points easily and uh and honestly it's it's very weird to see reliance moving there's a very distinct uh, way in which reliance moves when it wants to show negativity first it comes down it'll rest around the candles low and then it'll just break that barrier completely and show you like five points negative and that's what we saw today multiple times so all in all it was a pretty tricky day for reliance and understandably so today were the results And uh, the results are completely different from the expectations, though. So I believe, you know, of course, there might have been some window dressing. But I think this is enough to make people believe that it's a great buy. And if we do see some strong buying moves tomorrow, either by the retailers or by the institutional players, then Reliance might just show some very good movements. Overall, though, I'm looking at around 2089 being an important support zone for Reliance, if that is respected then of course we might see uh we might see positive movements continuing if that is not respected 2070 might be the next stop followed by 2032 and of course these are just the negative uh, negative levels because on the plus side we've obviously got a lot of uh, levels already because the past couple of days have seen a lot of cips and supports and resistances all, all along uh, you know 2100 plus levels so I think on that front we're pretty much covered on the lower side these are the levels that i'm seeing the support levels of sorts on the higher side of course today's resistance levels like 2140 and such do come into play apart from that i think uh, 2150 is an important level 2180 and 2198 is probably going to be the most important level for reliance so that's where reliance is right now talking about my trades in reliance honestly they weren't that bad my entry in Reliance, while late, was very nice according to the protocol that I follow. The part where I majorly goofed up, though, was re- was with respect to the exit. I, instead of accepting the profits that I was getting, I stayed in the trade too long and it turned negative. Later, at my re-entry, I gave up too quickly because of Reliance's extremely sharp moves, as I said. And it's it's honestly like a shakeout. It's it's clearly just uh, clearly just wiping out very weak bulls like myself. And I ended up selling around the candles low. That candle recovered around 25 points from there, which is kind of a bummer. Uh, but then, as I said, Reliance as, as a stock to talk about stop losses and such is very difficult because when you see minor negative movements, you're like, okay, this is good enough for support because it, it really can take a lot of support from those prices. But when uh, that that goes down further, it goes right into a support and then when it breaks that support you're looking at like a 5-10 point move instantly so it's very difficult to uh, you know really 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 trade reliance very objectively and as such today was yet another day of emotional trading for me it's almost like a vicious ripple effect of sorts so I'm hoping to break that vicious cycle tomorrow and uh, after that if you've looked at the screenshot that I normally share you'll see that I also entered into a bank nifty position because the setup was honestly very perfect but bank nifty suffered from an even worse sell-off than than reliance so i had to take uh take take a hit on that as well so those were my trades this has probably been uh, a very a very all over the place kind of episode because you know this is the first time that i'm going with this format a lot of a lot of information to be presented which of course will be presented better with time so i hope that happens but anyway though it's been quite a long one i hope uh, i hope you found this helpful and informative and i hope you've had a great monthly expiry that's it for this one see you in the next